was so much fun last week. We're back to do it again. It's Home Show Extra. I'm Charlie Moger, and I'm with Tom Tynan, 36-year home improvement guru. I like the extra because it's extra money. That's right. And I want you to wait right there for that check. (laughs) Okay, thanks. All right. And what we do, this this podcast is designed to help us answer all the questions we get uh, at homeshowradio.com. You send a bunch of them every week covering all kinds of topics, and we want to cover them for you and make sure everyone gets an answer. When you write to Tom, you should get an answer. And our goal is 100% answers to everybody who writes in. And I will let you know I do not type the answers. You do not. No, I don't know how to type. We should tell people about Fernanda. She does that. Oh, thank you. I used to do it, but I, I was like, you know, I'm not going to do that anymore. Save my fingers shorter because I only type with one finger. Tom tells you that's exactly right. But but he answers but he answers questions with his whole brain, and that's what we're going to use <laughs> right now. No, I don't know. But I'll try. The topic this week is air conditioning, and uh, we've Ooh, got. There's a good topic for us uh, in South Texas from. Beaumont to Brownsville, 110, 120, 130, 150. Well, with the heat dome, it's the entire western half the of the United States. The heat dome, of course. Yeah. I mean, it, it, in, in Phoenix, they're getting up into the Oh, I hear terrible. Yeah, Arizona is getting whacked. Yeah. Well, fortunately, it's well below the temperature, which would spontaneously combust. So it should be okay. I don't know. So, they say things are melting, actually, like car parts and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh Just, yeah, I saw a news story yeah. where they were they're using one of those laser thermo- thermometers to measure, and ter- steering wheels were like six hundred degrees. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh yeah. my god, people drive with mittens there. Well, I saw something on Facebook where to open the gate, they were leaving uh, uh, oven mitts out so you could grab the gate and open it. Unbelievable. Texas, so, all right, well, we're going to keep things cool with air conditioning. We're mm. going to talk installation, repair, and replace, humidity, and service here as we go through these questions. Uh, that come to us from homeshowradio.com. And if you want to send us some questions for the show, we'd be happy to answer them too. Just send them there. All right, let's start with Kathy. She's in Southwest Houston. She says she has a Lennox four-ton unit, Tom, installed by your buddy David Debian at Central City Air. I have one too. Yeah. She says one left. Yes. she's planning to retire in three years and she wants to buy a new one this year for her home. It's a 1955 home in Sharpstown, if that matters. She says, according to the manual J, her home requires only two and a half tons. Is her home a candidate for a split split, uh, system, one of those mini uh, ductless systems? Well, I can't can't answer if it's, it's, every home can use those. You can put all the heads in different Mm -hmm. rooms. It depends on your lifestyle. If you're by yourself, if you have a lot of kids, if your goal is this, this is what I usually tell people. If your goal is to keep the entire house the same temperature all the time, go with the central. She's already got it all hooked up for the central. And if, and if David put that duct work in and everything, I'm sure her duct work is balanced perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could get AirTech at Katie if you're in the Houston area or one of your local people just to s- put in some new upgraded equipment right with that same duct work and stuff. And I mean, you're halfway there with just his uh, supply and uh, returns. Uh, but if you're looking to make your house just cold in one room and warmer in another room and not in one part of the house... Then you get into the ductless systems, and they they can actually save people a lot of money. So the kids move out. You're only using a small part of the house. Uh, you could talk to someone like AirTech or whoever you're mm-hmm. using and, and find out how they can work their house that way. Her challenge is she got multiple people coming in giving her quotes, and nobody's giving her the same answer. Like she has another one that says, how about a two-stage, four-ton train system to put in there? and. Well, you can, you can, you're going to get a lot of different salespeople selling different equipment. Mm-hmm. 
My uh, my suggestion to everybody is, and this is the way I, I buy it, and this is the way I'm going to buy my next one when I have to, is a single-stage SEER 14. And once you set that parameter, whether it's a train or someone tries to sell you Linux or whatever, set that parameter saying, I don't want all the two stages, I don't want the variable speeds, unless you just want them, and then you're going to have to go through so many different options on them that... I think mm-hmm. as a as a mm-hmm. normal consumer, it's going to be really confusing. So, and don't try to size them. They have to size it. And the manual J's are different today than the old days. People were sizing them. And the SEER 10, I'm sure she has, mm-hmm. is different than the ones you're getting today. Well, too. with SEER 2, has that changed manual J? Not SEER 2, but 2 ton is what you're... No, no, I'm saying the new... The new this new SEER calculations that have come in now is that going to change manual J? What they did was they changed the manual J, so oh. now they're putting you know it's idiot in, idiot out kind of thing. Right, right. Now they're it actually works for humidities and stuff. Okay, they didn't have that back in the day. All right, and that's why people like David would say, forget that. There's just it, the parameters aren't set, mm-hmm. but now they do. She has one other question here about her system, Tom. She says it was recommended that she remove the attic fan and install an attic ladder for better access. The plumber of many decades told her, keep the attic fan. So when I'm looking for HVAC advice, I always ask the plumber first. But I'm sorry, Kathy, I'm not making fun of you, but I'm just pointing this out. Uh, Do you know of anybody who can service the attic fan? Should she keep the attic fan? Should she get rid of the attic fan? What are your thoughts? Well, first off, if she has an attic fan, she's going to have to up her tonnage because that's a big hole in the roof. So that's probably why David put a four ton in there, but <laughs> I'm not there to size it. So I'm going to skip that one. Right. Whoever you, whoever puts it in better know what they're doing. I'll, I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but secondly, if she uses it, the answer is yes. If she doesn't use the attic fan, get rid of it, seal it up and make it a ceiling and just uh, don't use it. But most people don't use it anymore. They don't leave their windows open at night. They don't turn that big noisy thing on. Mm-hmm. That was pure survival back in the late 50s and early 60s. So it's going to be up to her whether she keeps it. But because an old plumber or an old guy like me comes in and say, I grew up with those. Oh, you got to keep it. They're so cool. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, the nostalgia's gone. It's like keeping the old 56 Bel Air in the, in the garage. It's fun if you're a car guy, but not for someone who's looking for reliable yeah, transportation. We're, we're going for chill, not for cool here. Yeah. So. All right. Philip is in Katie. He says, how are AC units measured for houses? It seems like everyone uses square feet. Shouldn't cubic feet be used? Actually, he's right. Uh, that's why when you get into the manual J's, they're going to do ceiling heights. The the square footage, and I'll even use it, the old uh, rule was 500 square feet, one ton, but that's an eight-foot ceiling. That's not the big open areas. So if you have a room that's 16 feet tall, a mm-hmm. big open room, sure, that's twice the square footage, mm-hmm. right? It's eight and eight. So it still can be done per square footage, but you have to add it. You have to look past just what you're walking on. Yeah, I, I think about these, like in my house, I have the big foyer when mm-hmm. you walk in. Oh, yeah. we so got air conditioned the whole thing. Yeah, well, you've got, and how many square feet house do you have? About a little over 5,000. Yeah, so it's a big house. It's open. You have mm-hmm. a staircase. I know your staircase is circular. It yeah. goes up. So yeah. it's just, yeah. it's, it's one of the things. That's it's actually it. very typical. Yeah, Sandy, this is one of the things we walked in. Sandy fell in love with immediately. The staircase? Yeah, I told her, let's be cool when we look at But y'all live downstairs. Don't the get kids excited. are gone, right? Well, the kids are gone. Yeah, we're, we're, <laughs> we are affirmed empty nesters. I'll if I could you, take yeah. the top upstairs off of my house, I would. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. But you know what's cool is we have people come in. You know, I have part advertising 
partners oh. that come in through town and they'll stay there. Oh, okay. It's well, just, that's it's nice. a good, we make well, use yeah. of the house. Yeah, that's good. All right. Bread and breakfast is good for you. <laughs> it's, it's, we, we, <laughs> I'm sure you charge plenty. Yeah, we call it the Mojer Hilton there. <laughs> yeah. All right. Randy in Fisher, uh, Randy is in Spring, Texas, rather. He says uh, his daughter, you, this is a familiar question we get frequently on the show. She wants to air condition her garage for some work, and it's a two car. A, attached garage tom and since we have you have air conditioned your garage yeah, i'm just giggling because i turned it on it was 100 degrees yesterday it's still trying to get to 85 oh my <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's go ahead hey, well, labor day is right around the corner <laughs> okay fine. all right she said wants to know what are the things are consider wants to know what to consider what kind of air conditioner she should be looking at by the way there are no windows so that leaves a u- window unit out yeah. unless they cut a hole in they the brick hole. for one yeah we used to do that all the time uh, but I wouldn't use a window unit. I would probably use a ductless, and I would double the the tonnage if she's using it to work mm-hmm. out there. So uh, you know, you could probably go by with a ton and a half if you had an insulated house and all that. But if it's just a garage, I'd put a three ton ductless system right at the, the ceiling or the wall, depending mm-hmm. which unit you get. And then when you go out there, crank it up ten, fifteen minutes before you get in, it'll be comfortable, and then enjoy your your garage. But don't talk to me about energy efficiency no, no, <laughs> or the a, Green New Deal, okay? No, yeah, this is a first world answer for you here. Yeah. But, but the, other thing, the other thing about these is, Tom, I believe you can buy those that is air conditioned only so they don't yes. have the heater on it. And you can buy them on Facebook now because they're the one air conditioning system that's not regulated. What? Yes. I they don't that. have the regulation. So you can buy the head. You can buy the condensing unit. You can buy it with your MasterCard or Visa. Oh my. The heads are about 450 bucks. Oh boy. Uh, you can buy the condenser any size you want. They'll match them up for you, deliver them, and then you call one of your local friendly air conditioning people. It could be AirTech of Katie. I don't know if I've never asked if they'll install it, but maybe they will. Okay, so you still <laughs> need a professional to install yes, it. Yes, of course, because okay. then you have the refrigerant and the right, setup. Right, okay. But you can buy the whole thing now because it is not regulated by the government like all the other units. Oh. Charlie, what's going to happen is, is that's going to become the new form of air conditioning because even air conditioning contractors can buy it at a, a lot less cost and they don't have to worry about SEER ratings and things like that. What is the difference between a the uh, traditional systems we talk about and the new FIT systems that are out? That one I don't know. Okay, I'm going we'll to say no to that, the... but I will. I no, will make on. a no, note. No. To... We'll just we'll just we'll just chop that out. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, let's let's move on to repair questions. I got a bunch of those for you too, Tom. Uh, Dan from Fulcher says the wall around his return vent is hot. When the AC is running on on hot days, we'll go figure. She says ninety degrees plus in the attic, one hundred and forty degrees. Using a laser thermometer, I have located an area that reaches as high as one hundred and seven degrees, while the two, the wall two feet away, are in the mid eighties. And the unit runs okay at night with cooler temperatures. I've checked the freon and the head pressure at all as well. I assume the unit is pulling attic air, but I see no visible evidence of areas I can reach. I've sealed areas within the return and added insulation above the return. But before tearing out sheetrock to access the unreachable areas, is my assumption that the return is pulling attic air correct, or could there be another issue? Anytime you seal a house up, it's going to have a negative pressure inside the house, which is going to pull air from outside. I don't care if it's from your exhaust van over your cooktop, your fireplace, if you have one, your dryer vent, uh, the little holes around the sockets. So he needs to get rid of this concept that he lives in a igloo cooler. 
And because it's it's an unhealthy first off, and secondly, it's it's not going to help him. It's not going to save him a penny, and he needs to take that laser thermometer and throw it away. Mm-hmm. Uh, he needs to do other things with that. That's why the return airs, the the ones that I talk about, the uh, outside air returns, fresh air returns are so important. It positively pressures the home, so the air wants to push to the outside. If it's not replaced by heat, it's fine. So you actually want your house to lose air. It sounds weird, but it's true. And as the air pushes out, no heat replaces it. And it's usually from leaky ductwork because all ductwork has a little bit of leakage. Even a, the greatest ductwork in the world will leak about 10%. So uh, a fre- controlled fresh air returns are the way to combat that kind of thing. And going around finding out if there's a little spot somewhere that's 100 degrees when it's, it's 110 outside is, you know, don't do that. <laughs> Please. Don't do that. Don't do that. All right. Make it crazy. Kathy is. <laughs> I've been told listening to, listening to us will do that too. So, but then, proceed with caution. All right, Kathy in Northeast Houston says that she had an AC unit installed about five years ago and it worked great. And when she called to have a check done, company came out and put a hard start kit on a system she bought five years ago, and said the unit is fine, no issues. Well, it cooled for about four hours and then stopped. Her question is, yes. could the hard kit have blown out the capacitor? Is this common? And should they have put one of those in on a four-year-old system? Usually you don't. What their, their reasoning was, I wasn't there to talk to the people. Yeah. Uh, could it have caused a problem, make the system go down? Yeah, if it's not put in right. Anything. You put anything on a car or whatever. So I don't have enough information there. But usually a hard start kit, you'll put them on really old units. But when it's a four- or five-year-old unit, it should be working right it's kind of like giving a a body a medication to mask a symptom Mm -hmm. as opposed to finding out and fixing the real problem if there was a problem it should have been fixed with the unit so what for the for us who don't understand the stuff the way you do tom what what does a hard start kit do keeps the compressor warm so when it starts up it's not starting up cold it's like starting a warm engine as opposed to a a cold engine. how does it do that it's like a little heater that, that keeps it Literally a heater. Yeah, well, the old ones were, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, but it's pretty much just a, a little heating system that keeps it warm. And what does that do? It's just the oils and stuff. Or It's like a car motor. Okay. Uh, your dad was a mechanic. And yeah. You go in freezing weather and try to get that thing to start, and it's all sludgy and hard. And, okay. And so the electricity pulls in, on not on a car, but on a... On, a, on the compressor. It's a piston. All a compressor is is a piston or a rotary, but most of them are pistons today. So why would you put one of those in on an older system then? Because it's just an old motor with the old pistons that are sticking and not quite yeah, just okay. nice and smooth. And right. and it, it pulls less amps, so when it pulls less amps, it's easier on the unit. That's one of the questions. I was, I I was in a, a yeah. meeting once. Like You and I have gone to, like, when we went to LP and saw the right. plywood and stuff. We visit a lot of manufacturers. Yeah, manufacturers. Sure. Thank yeah. you. And all the guys said, why don't we just put hard start kits? Why don't you guys do it on just mm-hmm. all your new units? And right. Don't make us go back and Let troubleshoot me later. Let me guess. Was Denaro involved? Yeah. If one doesn't <laughs> do it, why should the other one do it? Because it's going to make the unit more expensive. Right. So they all said, well, when everybody does it, we'll do it. Well, guess what? That was 30 years ago. I think I went to that one. <laughs> well, it's the reason I ask about the hard start, why I drilled yeah. down on that, is when they put our system in here, our new uh-huh. one, they wound up putting a hard start kit on the brand new system, mm-hmm. and and uh, he explained to me the reason he did the Ed explained the reason they put it on there yeah. was because of our breaker. 
that the wiring on this thing, it was tripping a breaker. And he says, if I do this, it's going to pull less amps when it starts. That's exactly what it does. Okay. That's exactly what it does. It pulls less amps. And and, and you could have changed your breaker panel. We're working four thousand dollars or so. Oh, I, I, w- I wish it was four thousand. <laughs> was it really yeah, okay? Four thousand dollars. I'd kiss Will on the now, mouth. Now, see, for that, that would be a different yeah. reason to do it. And if they told the homeowner, it's not your unit we're doing it for; it's for your breaker panel. Yeah. And they call me in that in the question. I say, yeah, that's perfectly legitimate. So there's a reason to have one. Well, it could also be your point about being a five year old system too, and the the old compressor and all that. Yeah, but that. it's only five years old. Yeah. An old unit is fifteen years old. You start to see them, and in twenty, mine's twenty two, but. I mean, you get up into those ages, but not five. Five how, is still under warranty. How would that have broken the system? How would that... Is... I don't know how they installed it. I can't tell you. Okay. Well, if it's broken, it's broken. Sorry, Kathy. That's close <laughs> as we can get to answering that one for you. Well... All right. No, it's all right. Does she live here in Houston? She does. She should call AirTech and have them come well, out and Well, and we talk about second opinions. Lots right. of times, uh, people will try to sell you something. Remember, Charlie, I say, when you use a company that put in the unit, make sure it's the same company you're going to have service it. Because mm-hmm. if you find another service company, but the other person put it in, they're going to find things wrong so they yep. can make money. And so, not that this happened, but that is a possibility. And a second opinion is good, and AirTech would be a good one. Well, yeah, and I will say this about that. You know, AirTech bought Absolute Comfort Air. Right. And, you know, there's been some changing of the guard there. Yeah. And there are, as new people are coming in, they're going to say, hey, yeah, Air, Absolute Comfort, you should do it that way. We recommend doing it this oh, way. Yeah. So you're going to get some of that. Listen, even. I get five engineers or five welders or five right. electricians, put them in a room, solve the problem. They're duking it out, and I have to call 911. Right. Okay, but they all can get the problem solved. So this is why you only want one air conditioning <laughs> yeah, tech one at person. a time. Yes. <laughs> and, and never tell them what the other guy said. Oh, God, no. Even with foundation repair, so, whatever. That is a Just lesson. listen to everybody, and then you'll start to f- see what it, – it'll clear up. It's a life lesson I learned from my dad, Tom. <laughs> yes. He says, you know, don't ever tell the mechanic what's wrong with your car. That's right. You know, I use that for people all the time because mm-hmm. then they're just going to change it. And, yeah, and well, the- you need a new steering wheel. Yeah, I'll put a steering wheel. Well, it was the exhaust that was the problem, but you told me you wanted a new steering wheel. My dad, my dad used to say, most of the time, the problem is a loose nut behind the wheel. Yeah, I'm not going there. Okay. <laughs> All right, Steve is in Bel Air. Yes. He says, I have a leak at my AC compressor um, where the low pressure line connects to the compressor itself, right? Yes. Is it better replacing just the compressor or the entire or the whole compressor unit? The evaporator coil was replaced last year, and the compressor is 14 years old. Well, when you say compressor, I think he's talking about the condensing unit. Condenser, yeah, yeah. Okay, or the compressor is just a component in the condensing unit. People get that mixed up Okay, so he's saying that the leak is at the compressor, but should he replace the entire condenser unit, I guess? Did he say how old it was? He says uh, the the compressor unit or the condenser condenser unit, yeah, is 14 years old. It it depends. Probably, if it was me, I would replace the whole thing. Yeah. If it was a compressor issue, mm-hmm. that's the one component that I really... I've never replaced one in my life in my units. I've replaced capacitors and right. motors, right. Uh, con- uh, contactors, things like that. But at 14 years, I'd probably look at a new condensing and unit. And that's what went wrong with our system here at the off, at the studios, uh-huh. is our... the. Uh, when the lightning hit it, it messed up the compressor. Oh, yeah, that's over. <laughs> and it was like, and he says, here's how much the replacement part is. Yep. And it was within dollars of replacing the whole box. Exactly. Yeah. So I think he's looking for a condensing yeah. unit. And 
It doesn't have to match, and as long as it matches your evaporator coil, that coil's fine, and mm -hmm. your refrigeration lines are fine. So they can they can do some searching if he wants a less expensive unit. There's a lot of unit uh, pricing uh, differences out there. Well, he has uh, out. He says he has some HDX shelving. This is still Stephen Belair, right? Yeah. He's, he says I used to store things on them, and I want to keep it climate controlled. The problem is all my metal shelving is rusting. Even my stainless steel sink and bath, uh, bathroom doorknob is rusting out there. And she says, the AC in the dehumidifier runs 24-7. I dump water from the dehumidifier every four days. I can't figure out why my things are rusting. Is it a garage? Yeah. I mean, actually, I don't know for sure, Tom. I'm looking he at this question. He said out there. And he, says, uh, he said, my issue is all my metal shelving is rusting, even my stainless steel sink and bathroom doorknobs. So I don't oh, think Oh, bathroom so. doorknobs. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's got a humidity issue there. I don't, Not necessarily a humidity issue. Oh. It could be something in his home. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we talk about storing in, in garages, chlorines and things like this. This is what I told Fernando <laughs> when we got this question. I says, my first question, do you have a pool? Yeah, and do they do they store like on his shelves? I'm uh -huh. assuming he stores maybe fertilizers, uh, mm -hmm. chlorines, salt for water softeners, yep, yep, yep. and that will become airborne and rust metal. And that's usually a sign that something you're storing on those shelves probably uh, is not. Even though it's in a container, like for a swimming pool, you ever go to a swimming pool uh, place and it smells like chlorine like crazy? And people all, work in there all day. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not going down that one. I don't right. know how they can handle that. But yeah. anyway, I have a feeling it's something in that room. Okay. Okay. Steve, if you have a pool, that chlorine should be outside. <laughs> Humidity won't rust, believe it or not. It'll make things wet. But it won't rust. No, it's got to be salt else. air will make it rust. Distilled water won't rust. I mean, there's right. stainless steel. There's something corroding. You, what you got, Aggressive. Steve? You don't have a, an issue. You're, you got a mystery, Steve. So, all right. Yeah, if I was in there, I'd probably spot it. Well, you know, if it ain't the heat, it's the humidity, Tom. And that's the next. <laughs> that was my friend David. <laughs> the yes. next set of questions we have are humidity questions here okay. about air conditioning. And we, we appreciate you all sticking with us and listening to this. We hope you're, you're finding this useful. We do a new one of these podcasts every week, choose a different topic. And so you can search by topic and find answers. Last week we did roofing, and this week mm -hmm. we're doing. Um, we're doing air conditioning, and, and next week, God only knows. Yeah, well, maybe, you're God, so you tell me. You're maybe the one that maybe, comes up maybe with this we stuff. should gather foundation questions for next week because sure. we should talk foundations because things are moving in the with the dry weather yeah, and everything. Yeah. I'm starting to get calls. We have uh, one here at Moser Media. Chris's patio just cracked in oh, half. Oh no! <laughs> yes. Well, Sandy was talking to me about our driveway. She says, you know, the the, the you know, one of the panels on it is is, is gone. What is your word? Cattywampus. Caddy it's kind of gone, moved a little. Well, that's what his did. And, you know, he was thinking, should I call Duess? That's not a Duess. Uh -uh. That's a concrete CRC. raising corporation. That's what I told Sandy. <laughs> I told he her. goes, I didn't think of them. Yeah. So yeah. he's calling him probably right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, yeah, and that's what I told. <laughs> but I also told her what CRC tells us when it's weather's like this. Yeah. Wait a minute. Really? Because Chris asked me, I said, call them and let them tell you. Yeah. They, because sometimes yeah. you want to hear from the people that might do the work. Yeah. Because they, they, they have a better sense when the humidity is. And oh, that's absolutely. One of the things about Home Show Pros is, and this is one of the they things. They take it a step make, from us. Yeah. What they make it, they make, that's what makes them pros is that they, they're not out to, for a quick buck. They're in there to make it the long run. And that's why most of them have been with us for decades. Fix the problem, but yeah. fix it when the right time. All right. Carrie is in Sierra Madre, California. Okay. She don't need no stinking humidity. I know, right? I know that okay. movie. <laughs> okay. She says, um, I've really been struggling with humidity in my house, she says. I have two housing units here on my property and both share an attic. Okay. So it's like, a, I guess I'd make it a duplex, right? 
Consistently, if I turn the AC on in either unit, the humidity goes up to 60 plus. I also have dehumidifiers in each unit, and the lowest the humidity will go off with the AC off is 48. The attic feels uh, the, the attic feels stifling and definitely not the same temperature as outside. I live in Southern California, so it's not particularly humid here. No. I also have both AC furnace and air handlers as water heaters in my attic. Oh, I'm sorry. She has both AC furnace and air handlers and the water heaters in the attic as well. Any suggestions on why is the air conditioning making the humidity go up? It's not the attic. It is not the water heaters. It is nothing that she's trying to solve. That's not her problem. That's why she's probably getting nowhere. It has something to do with the humidity goes up when the air conditioners are on. Mm -hmm. When they're going on, there's something going on with her uh, drip pan. It's not exhausting itself. And what's happening, it's dumping all the water back in the home and making humidities go up. So you have a... uh, uh, coil that has a temperature drop across it you want that temperature drop to be about 25 to 27 degrees Mm -hmm. that squeezes the air and pulls the water out and then the water goes into a pan underneath Mm -hmm. if that pan does not uh, exhaust that water to the outside and it sits there it's going to get picked back up as the air flows over it and goes into the house itself and i have a lot of people who keep their uh, switch on on instead of automatic that will have a, a humidity issue go up when the air conditioning system's on or the pan's not draining, but it's not enough to overflow, so it's just dumping the water back into the house in, in a larger amount because it's starting to uh, get on top of one another. So I would tell her this is have someone come out and check that air conditioning system because it's either not set right or it's not cooling properly. Could it be the ducts? Could, could it be pulling some air in from that attic? No, because Sierra Madre is like a desert. Right. It's, it's not an so, outside so humidity just, issue. So it's just a heat. So it's just hot up there. It's not necessarily humid. Yeah, no, it's going to be hot in the attic. Yeah, it's Sierra right. Madre. Right. Uh, but that pan that's full of water, as the air flows over it, it's picking that water back up oh. and dumping it back in. So people can create a very sick situation right. that way. It has something to do with the evaporator and the drip pan and what it's doing with that water. Okay. It has to be because it only happens when she turns the air conditioning system on. Drip pan's an interesting thing because at what point is it an air conditioning issue and at what point is it a plumbing issue? When does the plumber come in? When does <laughs> I think the, they have like 10 foot mark. Yeah. <laughs> they I, decide who, how, what kind of mood they're in. Yeah, literally. Uh, Usually the air conditioning contractor will take care of coming out of the evaporator coil, all the little connections there. Right. But when it goes down feet, 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 I don't know how many feet it's going to go down, then they don't have the snakes and stuff like a plumber. They just don't keep that kind of equipment. Then it becomes a plumber. Okay. Yeah. So this could be, if it turns out to be that pan is filling up, she may want to start by having a plumber kind of snake that thing out. you know, if, if I don't know how they do it in California, but here we talk about our checkups every year, even mm-hmm. twice a year. It's checkup time, and you need to, you need to, you know, communicate with the uh, with the guy doing the checkup. And we recommend AirTech. Well, of course, Houston. here in Houston. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you always have to communicate. What happens is people say go check it, but they don't tell them what the problems that they're experiencing, like a hot room, cold room, things like that. Okay. Troy is in Montgomery, Texas, and he says he's having trouble getting the humidity down. Now, this we understand because you're here in the the Houston, Texas area. He says it never goes above 65%, but we have set the thermostat to go down to 45%. And the best it does is 61%, and it's usually in the less hot parts of the day. AirTech recommended a humidifier. 
But I'm not sure that's the best course a of action. Humidifier or dehumidifier? I, I'll bet you he meant to say dehumidifier. Okay. Yeah. yeah, we want to really double down on the well, humidity. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of questions I'd like to ask about this. Is it a varial speed? Is it a dual speed? These are the kind of units that give you these kind of problems. And what mm -hmm. they're having to do is add extra equipment right. to make them perform properly. So AirTech probably gave him some options. And if he just wants a humidity down, a dehumidifier might be the only way that they can handle that, that system that he has without changing that system. I don't know enough about it. But as far as the humidities go, it should not be that bad. And, and if a system is put in properly, like the ones I have in my house and the ones you have here at Mosier Media, yeah, yeah. you shouldn't need an extra dehumidifier. So when to me, that's a, that's a symptom of another problem. Whether he wants to pay to fix that problem with a new unit or not, I don't know. But it's usually a symptom of the wrong unit being put in to begin with. What is the ideal humidity level we should be striving for? In the Houston area and the Gulf Coast from uh, Brownsville to Beaumont, we'll cover all of Texas coast. You're looking at between 50 and 60%, depending mm -hmm. if it's raining or not right now. <laughs> I haven't seen any water not from the sky, so issue. I don't know. Yeah, not an issue right now. Okay. <laughs> yes. What about for Carrie out in Sierra Madre? What should she be looking for? Probably lower. It's probably going to be in the 40s. Uh -huh. You know, they don't have a, they're not going to have a mold issue unless you're just growing <laughs> mold on the wall, but uh, it is so dry out there. All right. Yeah. Billy is in Alvin. Yes. His, he says, um, he, has, he has a humidity question. He says, I have a 32-foot by 55-foot metal carport-style shop, mm. and it's insulated with that bubble wrap insulation. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and inside, on one end, I built a 12-by-32-foot uh, room, and the room is insulated with R13 faced Faced uh, in, roll insulation on all four sides and the top, which is uh, decked for storage. And he has a 400 square foot window air conditioner unit and a small dehumidifier running. He'll have to. Does that sound like a workable situation? Well, that's what he has to do. He has to dehumidify it. It's wrapped in plastic, the whole building. Yeah. Uh, it's hot mm -hmm. uh, in the rest of the building, right? What does hot air do? It stores more water than cold air. Right. So all the humidity is in that big area. He's got a room built in that bubble-wrapped building yeah. in the back. So the most, the, the more he can dehumidify and the more he keeps it running, the more comfortable he's going to be. But it's just going to be humid. But what about the insulation? Would it, would it be worth his trouble to pull that bubble wrap out and put in? No. No. Okay. No, it's because he has a building in a hot, giant building. Okay. It's a box in a box. Yeah. And yeah. so he's dealing, anytime you have hot air, it holds more water. All right. Let's get to some last thing we got here before we wrap up this week's uh, Home Show Extra. Yes. Is, yeah, I was looking to make sure there <laughs> weren't on the end. back. I, I turned the sheet over to make sure there weren't more questions mm -hmm. on the back here. Okay. We got three service questions here for you. First one from Damon, Texas. That's where Dorothy is. She says the AC, this comes back to what we were talking about, about that drip line. Yes. See, the AC drip line that leads out has constant drip on it. We had an AC tech come out here and blew the line clear in the middle of May. On June 12th, I noticed the constant drip again. I called the tech back to clear the line again. He had my hubby cover up the back bathroom sink with towels and hand pressure while he uh, used compressed air in the attic to clear the line. Yes. Here we are two weeks later, it's dripping again. He told Hubby there must be something wrong with the plumbing lines. We've had no backups. We live in the country and have well water, and we have PEX, and the house is 13 years old. What do you think it could be? Well, first off, PEX is a supply line, so it's not that. Okay. Uh, the drain line is going to be scheduled for sure. the PVC. 
And if he's got a, a plumbing problem down line, then it's time to get a plumber in to snake the drain line. It's a drain line that's clogged. This is what we talked about a minute ago, about yeah. when, when does it become HVAC? Yeah, when, when it becomes is, it is when, okay, so he's holding the, the towel over the, the sink. Why? Because the drain line's going to the P-trap oh, of the sink, right. okay. and they don't want schmutz all over the ceiling when he blows it out with air, okay? Uh, but once it goes past that into the wall, yeah. and this happens in my house all the time. I call Abacus Plumbing on that one. Uh, and then my, my air tech at Katie goes, hey, you got to call a plumber. Yeah, yeah. It's going down that line right. because it will all that schmutz that they blow out of that little line will now go into the main line, and it takes about two years to build up, but it'll start building up. Build a clog. Uh -huh. And about yeah. every four years, I have Abacus out having to unclog mine if we have a really wet year. Hmm. Right okay. now, I'm not too worried about it. So with her situation, it's just... Call plumber to drain. I'd, I'd have that whole drain line snaked from the sink back. Well, it's going to drip. It's supposed to have well, water. In yeah, it. and I was going to say this. This is also a, a function of the weather we're having right now. I mean, it, it's super hot. Your system's running. It's pulling Constantly. a lot, a lot yeah. of humidity out of the air. You're going to have drips. You're yeah, gonna have, not that we have a lot of humidity, but it's running uh, time wise a lot longer. Right. So there's a, a huge amount of water. Yeah. Okay. Billy's in West Chase here in the Houston area, and she says my AC drain line clogged recently. I was unable to clog unclog the line. But, or she's, I was able to unclog. I'm sorry, Billy, to mean to underestimate you here. He says, I was able to unclog the line by using a mixture of bleach and water. How often should I use this solution? As much as you need to. But if you're going to use it as a preventative, I would do it in around May when mm -hmm. we're starting to go into the season. And around July, the last week of July, it depends. This summer, we started 100-degree mm -hmm. weather in June. Right. But uh, around August is when all of this stuff usually shows its dirty head. That's yeah. why we have these questions. Right. And I would I would consider a uh, uh, probably July and then at the end of August, too. He, he, he asked another question I hear on your show pretty regular. He wants to know what to use. Should I use bleach and water or vinegar and water? Bleach. Yeah. Bleach. Yeah. Vinegar's good, but not for that. It's not going to do any good there. Okay. No, that's and, for acid. So Wayne in Sienna Plantation has our last question here on the on the podcast. He says, yes. I replace the one-inch filters in my return quarterly and replace the four-inch filter that's in my furnace annually. I recently had a spring checkup, and the tech told me that I don't need filters in the return air and the furnace, just one or the other. Right. Use the four-inch filter and get rid of those little one-inch. Forget that, and then yeah. uh, twice a year, replace the four-inch. You're fine. So the four-inch is what you call a media filter, right? That is correct. It is a media filter, and it's, all, it's the best one to have, and that's all you need. Don't restrict your airflow. People get a little anal with that. It's not You're not living in a in a terrarium or an igloo cooler. You're, it's... Just air. Should we do a, a brief rant on on not putting them in your returns? Because what does a filter do? It keeps the dirt. Not clean the house. Right. You got to have a vacuum cleaner right, and all made. Is, this is the rant I was looking <laughs> yes. for. Go. What it does is, <laughs> if if you wanted the filter to clean all the air in your body, you'd strap it to your nose. Uh, what it does, it keeps the dirt out of the air conditioning system because, as my old friend David many years ago used to say, the number one cause of breakdowns is dirt in the system. Just keep your system clean. You don't want it to aggravate all your other problems, but you will have problems. They're personal, and they need to be addressed with your doctor <laughs> and other people. That's right. Your filter has to – every filter wants to – that filter has to want to change before yeah, you can change it. The filter's there to make the, the system clean, yeah, not but, the air. And I would tell you it's amazing when you pull one of those – because I've done I've done it. I've gone up and changed my media filter. Uh -huh. And the amount of schmutz, as you would say, that it catches is amazing. Yeah, but like 30 seconds or less, you have schmutz because you have four dogs? Yeah. 
Four dogs. Four dogs is like having uh, seventeen people. Okay, uh, and so, that's nothing wrong with no, that. No, no, no. I hear you, but let, let me let me throw this at you about yeah. that. Okay, would it be worth it since we have four dogs, mm-hmm. three dogs, keep outside? <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's not a that is not an option. Now, would it be worth it to put like rock catchers in the uh, returns just to catch the big stuff? Well, we'd have to do a calculation, yeah, and and you could catch some of the big stuff. By rock catchers, I'm talking about the cheap You're talking filters. About the polyester you stuff. can see through. If you can even yeah. buy them, sometimes you can't buy them anymore. But yeah. uh, maybe it depends if you have enough return air, and that's not going to uh, clog your airflow. But what gets me is, is people want to, their air conditioning system to clean all the air in their house so it's spotless and clean and everything, and they have two cats and three dogs in the house. That ain't going to work. You're no. breathing dander anyway. Okay. All right, well, that's... Yeah, you don't want to hear about the dog. No, no. But we love them, and we sleep with them. We do not sleep with our dogs. <laughs> we do not sleep we with draw our the dogs. Li- we draw the lines. <laughs> do you have a line drawn? We th- yes. <laughs> and, and drawn drawn by my bride, in fact. She will not allow them to sleep with us. So Good. They're right. still livestock. So we want to uh, share a little uh, about AirTech before we head out. Well, AirTech, if you're in the Houston area and you need someone to take care of your air conditioning system, AirTech's the way to go. AirTech of Katie from Second Opinions... To just your yearly maintenance. If you ha- if you don't have someone use regularly, call them. I don't know what else to tell you except there'll be the people to call. The people I call, I use them twice a year for my checkups. And this year, unfortunately, I'm $5,000 poorer because I need a new <laughs> evaporator coil, which they yeah. did in one night, that night. And when they left, he goes, you know, it's going to get cold. Before he left, it was freezing. I think his name was Vincent. But anyway, they had a crew ready to go. Nine o'clock, they left. And by 1030, I was in bed at 70 degrees, snoring like a very happy cat. cat. You're a snoring? dog. You're snoring? Oh, yes. You maybe you want to get a CPAP. It's an H okay. name. Oh, God, no. <laughs> All right. Hey, next week, when, tank. when we gather for a home show extra next week, we'll find out more about Tom's sleep habits. <laughs> yes. And, uh, and, and we'll, yours, too. And we'll talk foundation repair as well. You want some more questions and answers for things that are vexing you around your home? Visit homeshowradio.com where you'll find lots of our videos. And we thank AirTech for making this week's home show extra available. We'll uh, And we'll see you next week when we talk foundation repair. 